This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Doctor Strange The End Number 1 from Marvel Comics. The Sorcerer Supreme makes his final journey through a cyberpunk sprawl that forgot about magic. Doctor Strange The End Number 1 is a lot more weird than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know what to expect, and then I came into it. I First of all, I thought it was the series. Turns out it's just a one-shot. I hate it. I hate it when publishers put a number on something that is a one-shot. Well, one-shot is by nature number one. I mean, I mean it is a book. Uh, it's, you know, it's a standalone thing. You could just say OGN. The problem is when you put that number one on it, it kind of implies that there's going to be a number two. I don't think that's the case. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been seeing issue number ones for one-shots the entire time. One of the first comics I ever bought was Supervillain Classics number one, The Origin of Galactus, back in like 82. So, I don't know if I'm as bothered by that as you are. Yeah, I kind of am. I just, you know, there's other publishers that are just like, hey, this is an OGN, and that's that. And that's what we're doing with it, or it's a one-shot, and we're just saying one-shot, and we're not putting a number on it, not making a big deal of it, and we're moving on. And so that's what I... You know, that's what I like. So I went into this thinking, okay, this is going to be a, a series. And then about halfway through, you're like, um, I don't think this is going to end up being a series. And then you get to the end and it's like, wow, that is uh, not where I thought the story was going to go. Well, I mean, technically, in the strictest sense, it is a series because Marvel The End is an ongoing thing where they're basically telling the story that kills off their characters. X-Men The End was like a six-issue limit. Actually, I think a pair of six-issue limited they had um, Wolverine, the end. I'm pretty sure they did Avengers, the end, or maybe I'm thinking of the last Avengers story. But the end is a, a recurring theme with Marvel, where it's it's the last story you can tell with any given character. So at least I knew that we were coming in to see Doctor Strange, you know, die. That was my expectation. Doctor Strange going to die, and this is his last story ever, you guys. Forever. For well, there's no such thing as forever in comics. For there's really no such thing as continuity. I mean No. No, 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 no. Um, I did enjoy the story though. Uh yes. I was expecting it to go on more than one issue. That was my whole point. And um it uh again ended in a way that I wasn't expecting, uh, but uh was still satisfying, I think. Yeah, it was definitely a weird, quasi depressing story. Because it's really Doctor Strange in in the future of uh, Blade Runner 2049 trying to deal with the end of magic. And uh, the punks from Batman uh, The Dark Knight Returns show up for Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. their little appearance and they try and rob him. But it's interesting. I, I kind of enjoy the overall effect of it. The art reminded me of Tim Sale all the way through. And I'm like, ooh, this feels like Tim Sale when he was doing, uh, you know, Hulk gray and Captain America white and Spider-Man blue and yellow. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. I was thinking more along the lines of who was do who did uh, the question back in the 80s? Who was the artist on that? Dennis Cowan. Yeah, that's, you know, the covers that they had for those. That's what the the interior art kind of reminded me of. I can see that. Dennis Cowan has a similar kind of... uh, not exactly, um, I don't want to say brutalist, but it's a style that apes primitivism and it does it in a really cool way. And you kind of see that here too, where, you know, it's not, 
meant to be photorealistic, but it's still incredibly no, 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 no. lively and evocative. Yeah, and and I think that I think because we're dealing with magic and we're dealing with a character that was you know crazy Ditko, uh, you know LSD right. trip kind of stuff. I think the fact that the figures are very um, impressionistic to an extent. I mean, they've got form and they've got some solidness to them, but they are also kind of smoky. That's the, that's the best I can say is they're kind of yeah. illusions Wibbly, in themselves. Wobbly, yeah. They're wacky. kind of illusions in themselves that I think it really kind of complements uh, the story that's being told, especially in a world where uh, magic no longer exists or the repositories of magic have all been used up and there's no way to refill those. And Dr. Strange is the only one left and he can't um, bring magic back into the world because there's so many of them dang muggles who are non-believers so how are we gonna how are we gonna bring magic back into this world? I guess this, this is the end. And oh, by the way, I'm carting around the uh, it's not really the spirit, but the but the totem or a statue of yeah, uh, of Wong that talks to me all the time. The implication is that Wong's spirit is somehow in the cabinet. Yeah, but you don't really carrying. realize that until the very end, right? You just think it's oh, Stephen Strange has lost his mind, right? He's and he's just, just talking, talking to himself, and he's friend, yeah. yeah, he's haunted by his own internal dialogue of what has happened to Wong. And then by the time you hit the end of the issue, where uh, Stephen Strange makes the ultimate sacrifice, and then we find out that uh, who is it, Ileana Rasputin? is uh is like um, you know um, the new sorcerer supreme yeah the new sorcerer supreme and then we find out that there is a statue of stephen strange that talks to her and she's like oh great so and then you realize oh no it was wong talking all along and so yep. it's it's really kind of interesting that way and also the fact that you know apparently when uh stephen strange makes the ultimate sacrifice uh he unleashes magic back into the world is my take on that right i mean he just really well, he just erupted it because all of a sudden then you have like these fairies and these minotaurs and the krakens all um all over the place well he did dig up the bodies of all of the powerful magic users and his friends and you know sacrifice all of their bodies and spirits and magical whatevers because he digs up brother voodoo mm -hmm. and morgan Le Fay and the scarlet witch yeah I mean, he, he basically carries the remains of most of his dead comrades and friends into, you know, the wilderness and lights them on fire. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he sacrifices himself, but he also sacrifices the essences of his lost friends, including Wong, because Wong's statue just sort of discorporates uh -huh. while they're standing there. So, yeah, basically all of the magic that might have remained in their bones and uh, Brother Voodoo's cool haircut. Well, yeah, I guess my interpretation of that entire sequence is even though he sacrificed everything in the in that magic uh, library and all of the bones of the people, it still wasn't enough to keep that flame going. And that's why he was like, ah, heck, I guess I got to sacrifice myself. Yep. Got to throw myself into because he's one of the last, he's the last the bastion last. of the old ways. And then, and then the weird part is, and I don't know if this is covered in other Marvel books. Uh, why has Ileana Rasputin been uh, banished to the Ditko verse uh, to be held captive for an indefinite amount of time? Uh, that hasn't ever been told. That's okay. something that happened in the, in the future of the past of the future. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was something that had been brought up in maybe one of these other, the end, the series, or, um, yeah. if it was something that you're just supposed to say, oh, wow, something really bad happened that they had to lock her up. 
And then <laughs> it's a, possible. And then apparently, because the magic has come back, uh, you know, there's new there's new uh, schools of magic that she can come back to and become the new Sorcerer Supreme. It was just a really interesting trip. And, yep. um, you know, the art is not a traditional art. This is Felipe, Felipe uh, Andrade. Mm-hmm. And I, I dug that. I dug the story from Lee Williams uh, yep. or Leah Williams. Uh, and it's just very, very good. I, um, you know, I don't uh, read a lot of Doctor Strange, but oftentimes w- the ones that I do pick up tend to be ones that are really good. And I'm going to give this one a thumbs up. I, I, I think this is something that people should check out. You only have to have a passing knowledge of who Doctor Strange is. Uh, if you've seen the movie, you know enough about Doctor Strange to come into this yeah. book. And Which is uh, very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's also very smart to do this as just this one issue instead of trying to drag it out. Um, yep, issue number one. Yeah. Um, I, so, yeah, I really, I really dug it. I agree. I feel like there's a lot of... There's a lot of characters that get a bad rap, and I think Doctor Strange gets a bad rap for being overly powerful or, you know, being boring because he's way too powerful. But you can tell a cool story with Doctor Strange, and this issue does limit his powers, but it limits them in a way that isn't just a deus ex machina. It isn't a MacGuffin. It's something important that the character has to overcome. It's, you know, age. It's the point that he is no longer relevant and he has to deal with the fact that everything that he knows is gone. And if something new is going to happen, it's going to happen without him and he's Mm -hmm. going to have to let it happen without him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really, that's a really nice story hook for anything. But the fact that then they tie it into the Marvel universe and a little bit of superhero magic, magic stuff makes it kind of, you know, more interesting. Yeah. At least for me. Now, all these other the end uh, series that you've been reading, Matthew, do they all do they Everybody all take dies. place at the same time? So is oh, this no. all cyberpunk future world or is some of this no, like they, they can't really be. They're like what ifs in that way. They can't necessarily be in the same reality because the stories that are being told, I know that uh, in at least one book, Dr. Strange was very clearly dead. I want to say that was uh, X-Men the end. That's been a few years since I read that, but yeah, it's basically let's tell the final story of any given character. So tonally they're all the same and, you know, Mm. they have sort of that overarching thing, like a what if or an else worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if there was any connecting thread between them though. No, I haven't seen any if there is. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, your final thought, buy it or, or not buy it? My final thought is buy it. Okay. It's a comic book. There you go. We ended up reading Doctor Strange The End this week because of you, our dear listeners out there in listener land, which, you know. Listener land. Who knew? It was right next to Ukraine. All you had to do was point at it on the map. Listener land, right there. Um, but, do you think that anybody cares about listener land? Listen. <laughs> I care about everyone out there in listener land, because if it wasn't for everyone in listener land, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And in fact, if it wasn't for everyone out there in listener land, we wouldn't know what comic book to read next. Because what happens is all of you in listener land, uh, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash major spoilers and you can vote. Right, Matthew? That is correct. You're going to be looking for dueling review for what? February 5th? February 5th already. 
February 5th, 2020, and you're going to look at the list of comics there that Stephen has so thoughtfully provided, and you're going to say, I would like to see what happens if you guys read The Adventures of Turnip Man. I don't think and that's then, coming out next well, week. I mean, that's a really obscure a fifth title week, yeah. and a really obscure publisher out there in listener land uh, that may or right. may not be published. Um, but uh, coming out next week from Boom Studios is Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 12. Uh, the Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, 2, and 3. So number 3 is the new issue. Uh, 1 and 2 are getting their second printings of that. Also Magicians number 4 of 5, which is an interesting story if you are a fan of the Magicians uh, book series or the television show. Dark Horse Comics next week has... Oh, uh, right. Oh, sorry. It's got a notice right there that says Listener Land. We're paying attention. Don't ignore us. Um, let's see, uh, kill Whitey Donovan, uh, ne- comes out next week. Uh, Rodrigo has been reviewing that on the major spoilers podcast, predator hunters, uh, three, number one, and, Wait, is that uh, predator colon hunters. Or no, there's predator no, hunters? it's predator hunters three, but there's no colon in the thing. Uh, oftentimes when, um, previews does these things, they don't do a right. lot of, the uh, the extras stuff, which is weird because, they did put the colon in Disney Frozen Adventures colon Snowy Stories trade paperback for 11 bucks. So they're really all over the place. DC Comics next week has Batman number 88, uh, Daphne Byrne number two. Matthew, you read the first issue of that. I did. I rather enjoyed it. Uh, Harley Quinn number 70, just in time for a Harley Quinn movie. Uh, the Justice League number 40 and Martian Manhunter number 12, the final issue in that maxi series. Dynamite Entertainment has Red Sonja number 13 and Vengeance of Vampirilla number 5, the only two books that they have listed right now coming out next week from Dynamite Entertainment. IDW Publishing has Napoleon Dynamite number 4, the final issue of that. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Trade Paperback, volume 18 for only 18 bucks. And uh, why did we trust him, the trade paperback, for $15? So there you go. <laughs> Image Comics has Crowded, number 11, Gideon Falls, number 21, Marked, number 4, Nomen Omen, number 5 of 15. Marvel Comics has Black Cat, number 9, Captain America, The End. Also, uh, Conan, Battle for Serpent Crown, number 1 of 5. Battle for the Serpent Crown, do Yeah, see, they didn't put a a the in there, so it's a Battle for Serpent Crown. That's, again, weird. Anyway, whatever. That's just Uh, Let's see. Gwen Stacy number one gets a poster for nine bucks. Do you, uh, people in the chat, you know, we do this show live on uh, Thursday nights, eight o'clock PM central time. If you are a patron or I guess you don't even have to be a patron to get into this. No, it is a patron only. If you are a patron at the silver <laughs> level and higher, you can listen to this show live uh, every yeah. week, eight o'clock PM central time. That's and 6 PM uh, Pacific 9 yeah. PM. Uh, and so I'm wondering for people out there in listener land, do you guys still, or girls, do you guys still buy comic book posters? I don't know yes, if any. I think they all do. And maybe they do. Uh, also next week, Savage Avengers number zero, Spider-Ham number one, Spider-Man and Venom Double Trouble number four, and Spider-Verse number five. Oh, Spider-Ham, Spider-Verse. Yeah, uh, and Star Wars. There you go. Omega Lazarus says he never bought one. Uh, in all the rest category, we have Adler number one. That's from Titan Comics. That is uh, Irene Adler, uh, the Sherlock Holmes uh, foil. Also, uh, Archie, the married life. Ten years later, number six arrives. Caligula number one, two, three, four, five, and six. 
Caligula. Oh, come on. I hardly Which is, know Oh, no, I was looking at the one right below it. For some reason, I saw $599, $599, $399, and I thought the final issue was only $399. Well, the other issues were 6 No, that's Captain Ginger, Season 2, Number 1, for $399. Crossed, plus $100, 1 through 5, all get a $6 cover price. Going to the Chapel, Number 4, the final issue there. Money Shot, 1, 2, 3, and 4 all arrive. It's really weird. They sent us, Vault Comics sent us a, a review copy of issue number one, and today they sent us a review copy of issue number four. They never sent us copies of two and three. Really weird. Uh, let's see. Necronomicon, one, two, three, and four. Providence, one through 12, all arrive. Um, all with mature reader tags, so be careful there. What else do we have? We have Vampblade season four, number six, War Goddess, number zero through 12, and Web Witch, Number one through five. Which web? That web. Run's house. So tell everybody what they need to do once again, Matthew, to uh, let us know what comic we should review next week on the show. You point your mystical browser to patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. You put her in gear. You slide around through the traffic. You come around to the dueling review post for February the 5th, and you choose from that list a comic that you would like to see us do. If enough people vote with you, or, you know, if you're the only one who votes, I don't think that happens anymore. Uh, no, we usually but, get two or three, uh, at yeah. least two people that will vote. Uh, this week exactly. we had quite a few people that got in there. So, uh, listener Good. land, get over there and get in on it. Uh, Omega Lasher says, wait a minute, does anime posters count? Because he has a Goku poster above his sofa. So I would say, yeah, I would think that that would count. I got it from Ikea. I had to build it myself. I would would say that that counts. Um, Baluey says, no, he does not. Outside of comics themselves, and I'm not a big collector of anything, including posters, says the true Alec. Hmm. Posters are hard because if you, I mean, if you don't have wall space. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you don't have, you know, some frames, you're just ruining your posters. Yeah, I, I wish a long time ago that I had put more of my posters in frames instead of tacking them up or, or whatever. That uh, Batman the Animated Series uh, promotional poster, I wish that I had framed a long time before uh, it actually got framed. Um, but most of the stuff now, if, if it's a poster, it goes in a frame or it stays in its tube until it, it's mm. learned to behave and be nice and hang around with all the other posters. Yeah, but you're kind of old. No, I think it just looks good. Um, for anyone that has seen pictures of the uh, downstairs area, you know that I've got the movie posters all the way around the walls, all perfectly spaced, top and bottom, left and right. It looks really good. Creates a nice aesthetic uh, for the area, especially since that's where the home theater is. Um, and uh, and I like it. So there. Uh, let's there see. Go. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up this week. Uh, I don't see... Um, Oh, uh, oh, and oh, so uh, Megalastris also does make another point here. He says, until recently, I couldn't really hang anything because he was renting. He finally bought a house this last year, so he can hang stuff up nice. all over the place. Just make big old holes in your walls. Just knock it around. You own it. You can do anything you want with that house. Don't don't listen to Stephen on this one. I mean, I don't. I I tend to be very careful about putting walls in. Uh, or holes in my walls, <laughs> walls in my holes, putting walls in my house. I am very careful about putting holes in my walls. Uh, my children, on the other hand, are not. Fortunately, my wife has become very good at spackle. So there you go. Um, you make holes in walls. Yeah, those are the uh, the uh, the wall the wall peoples who are not from Listener Land, by the way. Uh, Okay, listener land, we are going to wrap it up this week. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out. Thank you for being part of the Major Spoilers experience. Uh, I would encourage you, even if you're not a patron, 
to head over to our Discord uh, channel uh, server. There's a link in the show notes where you can hang out with some of these cool people like uh, Mark Smith and Kevin Eleven and Omega Lazarus and Baluey and Marshall and uh, the True Elect, all the people hanging out this week listening to the Dueling Review. And you can hang out and chat with these people. Uh, heck, Matthew and Rodrigo and Brian and Rob and a bunch of other major spoilerites, Chris, uh, Ingrid, all hang out there in the Discord and you can chat us up anytime you like, day or night. Well, providing we're around. But you can still chat with a bunch of other cool people. It all takes place at the Major Spoilers Discord. All right. We will be back next week. I guess somebody says they've already voted three times uh, for next week's uh, pick, so we'll find out what that is. Vote early, vote often. I know, and until next time, uh, when you will hear Matthew say... Happy voting! This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.